It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Got a good one lined up for you today. We're going to be visiting with uh, Matt Ward, who is the uh, Director of Operations at the Chili Bowl. We're going to talk tires with him, and he is going to be a promoter um, at the Sweet Springs Motorsports Park, the Pete Frazier Memorial, um, next year, September 1st and 2nd. We'll talk to him about that as well. Welcome to the show. Um, Austin, how you doing today, bud? You doing all right? Everything good? Yeah, you're going to get a little more of a response from me today. Why, why is that? Because you had a good morning? Yeah, I had a, I had a pretty good morning, and um, I got really lucky that I actually made it here on time. Uh, this is the latest I've ever arrived. I, I was going to say, me and Kirk were getting a little bit nervous there just um, for a moment. Don't don't worry, I was too, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've i kept this um, a secret for, for quite some time now, and, um, you know, since... Since our season was cut short, it, it allowed me to start, um, you know, on, on sponsorship and, and allowed me to kind of get a head start on, on everything. And, yep. you know, as, as everybody in, in marketing knows, this is this is this is the time for, for sponsorships and, and partnerships to develop. And, um, you know, I, I had a, an idea of, of where I wanted to go and who I wanted to pursue. And, um, you know, I spent over two, two and a half months, um, you know, pursuing and, and developing a program for for this company. And. Um, you know, I finally, uh, here in the past month, I finally was able to get in the door with them and, um, you know, start, start the process. And, you know, even though it, uh, this company and, and our team, you know, we couldn't work anything out. Um, you know, I still had a great opportunity presented to me today, um, to be a part of something that, that most actually nobody else, uh, gets the opportunity to do. And, um, you know, Can you got, talk about it? Yeah, I, I can say a little bit. Um, you know, I can't I can't name names. Um, you know, I, I'll I'll respect their their company and their business, but it's it is a very you know higher up uh, corporation, and it's and it's somebody uh, or a, a company that is that's been around for for quite some time now, and uh, you know they they're uh, they receive a lot of of marketing packages and and you know companies and and teams and people you know wanting to be a part of their program and. Uh, um, you know, I was I was one one lucky individual to to get a meeting with them and get to talk about you know my program and and you know how we um, how how companies of, of that caliber um, do their marketing and um, you know I, I got I I learned so much in the 10 15 minute phone call that I had um, it, it blew my mind on on just how um, people that that work in the industry and in, and in that position. Um, you know how they see things and and all the information that they have gathered for um, you know the time they spent there. So um, you know even though this this didn't work out for me, um, it will set me off into a better position um, in the future to you know have um, have a better chance of securing a partnership to um, you know allow us to pursue our our, our goals um, and that's racing sprint curse full time. So um, you know this is. I, I wouldn't think I would be sitting here and and knowing that you know things didn't work out for me and 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 knowing that you know I'm going to try again and 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 be happy with it. I, I thought I'd be disappointed, but um, like I said, I got to I got to sit down and, and talk um, you know with the individuals uh, inside the the corporation and 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 get to hear you know how I can how I can better myself in my my package and. And you know, not have this issue or have this situation again, and and come in there swinging and 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 just shorten my learning curve. And um, you know, this is this is like you know, getting to sit down and, and talk with um, you know, like the most successful person in, in whatever um, your interests are. If that's in you know, motorsports. If that's in baseball, football. It's that that's just that's how you know I feel about it right now, and, and how honored I feel. So, um, and I wish I was bringing you know maybe a little bit better news, but. Um, you know, like I said, this should, this should set me off and in, into, um, you know, a better path and, um, you know, hopefully I can come back, you know, here in, 
and in a short in a short amount of time and saying that you know I have something lined up and you know it's all all things to you know that that 15 minute phone call that I had yeah so um do do you have some plans for next year do you know what you want to do I I know what we want to do uh we we sat down as a as a team and um you know when I when I developed this program um, you know, I, I developed it around, you know, where their markets are and, and where, um, you know, their, their, their company's trending, um, you know, and that's, that's, you know, more, more Midwestern, um, you know, my, my goal for, for, you know, a couple of years now has, has been to race Knoxville for, you know, weekly and, and, you know, hit some, you know, you know, like, uh, USCS winter heat races in, in the sp- or early spring, um, and maybe hit out, you know, out West or, uh, or, you know, deep in the south, you know, at the end of the season and, and run some, like, you know, November shows. But, you know, as of now, um, nothing's really set in stone what, what we're, what we're going to do. It just depends on, on, on you know, what takes place in the next couple of months and, and and see where, you know, see who, you know, we partner with and, and what all of our partners want to do. And, um, you know, if that means, you know, we're going to stick around here and race local and then race Knoxville full-time, that's what we're going to do. And, or, you know, we know we could end up, you know, down in the south more or, or traveling. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, Brown Brown talks about it all the time, and he's mentioned it here on, on the show. It, it doesn't make sense for him to go run the full outlaw tour, um, you know, with Casey's, FVP, and Andy's right now because they're more of a Midwestern, um, you know, some some Eastern, you know, states, uh, companies, and um, he's going to service the people that, that support him, and, you know, that's, that's what makes this to still go around. Have you ever thought about, switching gears and going 410 racing have you ever thought about that oh i think about it every day uh yeah. you know it, that's going to take um that, more that's more money that's going to take a lot more money and uh, of course so that would that it would have to be the right situation for me to to pull that off um right now that's that's not the case uh but like i said you never you never know what can what can come after this and you know it, it's it's going to open doors and and put me in, in a better opportunity where maybe that this this previous um, opportunity wouldn't have wouldn't have, but the next one that I that I, I come across, um, it might. So, um, what kind of it's it's gonna be played by ear and you know kind of go from there. But that's that's pretty much everybody's goal right now is to um, you know go 410 racing, and it's just what's coming into the the 410 ranks right now is is unbeatable, and and that's it's it's taking pretty much I don't want to say sprint car racing by storm, but um, it is the talk of sprint car racing. Yep, no doubt about it. Well, let's talk a little bit about the World Finals last night. Um, it looked like Carson Macedo was going to win that race, didn't it, last night? But unfortunately, there towards the end of the race in the final four or five laps, um, they lost a, a nozzle line. Talk about that a little bit. How can a how can a, a line like that come off of the car? Can you explain that to us a little bit? Yeah, I was talking to Kirk about this earlier when I walked in, and and so there's two differences in and types of nozzle lines um in sprint car racing so it's either the 360s or the 410s and the three so the way the nozzles work is you have your main feed line that runs to your fuel pump which is distributed off uh, up to the top of the motor and the main feed line for the fuel carries down to a block and that block distributes eight ways each cylinder and off of that block is a small line uh, that runs to a nozzle for the four tens, it's on the outside of the head, which dumps fuel on top of the cylinder. For the sprint car, or for the 360s, that's inside the middle of the injection, um, outside of the elements. It's protected by one, the hood, and you know your air filter base and your air filter. Um, four tens, it's outside of the car and is exposed to pretty much the elements. The elements and. So what happened to Carson is it broke right behind the fitting, and, and it's a little, um, I think it's, I can't remember the size of it. It's maybe like a dash two, maybe three. Small. Uh, it's it's, seven, it's a 7 sixteenths wrench is all it is. So it's really small. And that that nut is, is a 45-degree fitting, which runs, you know, to the nozzle line. And the nozzle line and the fitting split right behind where they're crimped together. And it pretty much dumped all the fuel out of the the nozzle line you know on the frame and and under it so uh completely kills that cylinder um and and you know kills your kills your 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 program or your your engine so 
Um, you know, I think there is ways you can you can kind of cover that with like MPD spark plug covers. I don't I believe they might kind of cover that a little bit, but um, it's not very often you see nozzle lines you know get broke like that. So I'm not sure um, you know either what hit it piece of a late model that fell off during you know one of the mini wrecks they had in yep. their heats um, or that a or it was just um, you know just pieces getting old and end breaks but um yeah you don't see it happen very often and we also think we saw a deal this year happen i think where brown was at knoxville jumped the cushion and knocked the plug wire off so um you know anything that's on the outside of the motor that's close to the frame rails is is you know subject to getting you know broke right needless to say no doubt um so carson macedo was the fastest car last night don't you think did you did you watch the race uh I don't know if you want to. Uh, Carson was fast. Brent Marks was fast. Um, Brent just didn't get to the field um, to be the fastest. I feel like, but uh, you know, he had to come from the the non qualifiers race to. Um, he had a right rear flat too. Yeah, so mm. Brent had to race his way in, and and you know, I I downloaded Dirt Draft, which is a fantasy. Uh, uh, dirt track racing app, and um, you get twenty. You get. Uh, Hundred thousand dollars, and each driver's ranked, uh, you know, on on pay or their money. Um, you get, you know, five picks, and you can figure out who you want. And I had Brit Marks in my lineup, and after he blew up in hot laps or qualifying, I should say, um, I changed him for James McFadden, and I, I I later regretted that after McFadden ended up upside down. And right. Britton actually made the show, or did better than he did, and, and actually went forward. So Fadden had to take a, uh, a, a provisional, yeah. I believe, so too, I, didn't I, he? I, I didn't make the best call last night, right. and I, I shouldn't have bet against Brent Marks, and I learned my lesson. But, yeah, Brent and Emma were arguably two of the fastest cars there. You know, the track was a little abrasive last night. It, it, I, I sit here and I look at Sam Hapertief had a right rear flat. Brent Marks had a right rear flat. Donnie Schatz had a right rear flat. Um do you think it's the dirt or lack of preparation of the racetrack? What do you think? Either one. That got brought up last night when I was watching. Uh, Buddy Ace and I were, were sitting, sitting uh, on the computer watching the races, and and you know you they cut to a shot. Uh, who was the first one to lose a right rear tire? Was it Sam? I think it was Sam. Yeah. So we knew at that point there was something going on, um, and if we they kept having yellows after that, and I knew. I was expecting, you know, one or two cars to fall out each yellow um, with tires going down. And, and you, we paid attention there for a couple laps to see if anybody was either, you know, smoking the right rear, which is which means rubber, or you could see the cars, you know, visibly get a better run, um, you know, compared to the top or the bottom or the rubber I felt like was on the top. And I didn't feel like there was really any rubber there. It just was – it was just – really abrasive and that place has been known to be really abrasive and uh they did a soil sample test a couple years ago after the track wouldn't take water and and there was something wrong with the soil where um it rejected water and and there was some something missing from it i can't remember which which element it was particle of some sort yeah i can't remember which one it was but they added it to fix it and it's never really been the same again so but that track i think they raced in there in may now and then they come back for the world finals and it just sits there tilled up all year long in the sun um rain gets in it a little bit i don't know if they really they don't really get snow so that doesn't help the winter at all but that that soil is just sapped from all the moisture now you're going to try and have a a three-day event with you know over 100 cars um on the first night big blocks are going to bring a ton of cars too so you're going to have over 150 cars there and and a ton of racing and it's just you, you almost need a month Plus, take take a step back. They had the Dirt Track World Championship or World Finals uh, for all the other like local classes the week before. So, a ton of laps have been on that place. So, it almost needed to come in there maybe like a month before the event and just you know kill it with with track prep to maybe get it juiced up enough to to last. But I don't know. I I'm not a, a track prep specialist. I I'm the driver that sits there and complains about it and tells you what to do. Uh, but doesn't do it because I don't I don't drive the water truck or the other graders. So right. um, all I can sit there is give my you know, best opinion or idea of what happened. But you know it'll be better tonight and it'll be better on Saturday night. So awful dusty last night. It. Yeah. I mean it blows the cameras out. It's so bad, right? It. Yeah, there was one point when they took off, you couldn't see 
you, you couldn't see from the top of the of the uh, suites up there, and I, you know, it, it's even worse, you know, sitting there in the car. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, not. It, it, the track wasn't that bad, but it's just it, it could be a lot better. You, you had to manage your tires last night. You had to you had to do that because if you didn't manage your tires, you were going to get a right rear flat for sure. Um, Shuhart's right rear tire was completely burnt off, wasn't it? I didn't see Shuhart's. Uh, Gravels was gone. Uh, that might be why he was running, I think, fourth or fifth on the last lap and fell back to sixth. Right. Not good for his championship hopes. Uh, he's only been he from 16 to 22 back. He still has hope, but, um, you know, he definitely would like to, um, you know, be a little closer than that. But, uh, yeah, it was it was really start, you know, starting position played a key into that and, you know, being conservative on, on your tires and, and, you know, not overdo it. And, and you know, they did have a red. So, uh, you know, some guys would have rolled up to the guys that are, you know, racing around to look over and see where their tires are at and, you know, make a, a guess on, on where theirs are at. And you can, most guys can unhook their Hans and look at their left rear too. And your left rear is going to be pretty close to your right rear anyway. So, yeah, it was, it's, it was definitely a, a tire management game. And, um, you know, those guys are the best and, and they, they made it last and made it work. You know what I liked best about what Brad Sweet said after the race? He said that he did he wasn't thinking about David Gravel. He was just thinking about running his race, not making any mistakes, just doing what he had to do, and he did exactly what he needed to do last night. He finished third, Gravel was sixth. Now he's up 22 points. Um it's still not safe enough though, right? I mean, he's still got to do the same thing again tonight. Do they run every night down there? The outlaws. I believe their next race will be tomorrow night, which is Friday. They don't race tonight, then. Is that what you're thinking? I'm pretty sure that they're off. Let me pull up the schedule. Yeah, it should be big blocks tonight. Big block modifieds tonight, right? Yeah. So anyway, I like the way that uh, Brad Sweet approached this race, talking about just thinking about what he had to do, not making any mistakes. Don't. Don't cause himself any problems out there, and that's exactly what he did last night, and he ended up uh, going up 22 points from 16 points. That's that's not much, but it's a little bit, right? And he did exactly what he did, what he needed to do. Don't you think he did last night? Well, he didn't see David Gravel in front of him, so right. uh, you know he was doing something right, in it, and it showed in the dash, too. At one time, he was right behind him on the restart. Did you see that? When he, I think... Uh, I think Brad Sweet was starting second row inside, and David Gravel was starting third row inside, right behind Brad Sweet. Did you see that? Yeah, he almost needed to get by Jacob Allen to start on the outside row, and then you know pinch uh, and cut the air off of off of Brad going into one. But um, you know Gravel, I figured after going quick time, he would have a better night. Um, you know than he did. He he had a bad built uh, pill draw on the dash. Uh, you know he started. Uh, you know, pretty far back, and then uh, he just got caught up behind Rico in dirty air and jumped the cushion, and he really quick thinking and smart thinking to pull the car out of gear and, and stop and, and get a restart, even though you're going to go back a row. Um, you know, it's better to go back a row than go back a straightaway and a half and have six laps to try and make that up, and let's be honest, that probably would, that, that was not going to happen. And, um, you know, yeah, it's just uh, then his second restart, it, it comes off and it hits him again, and he just kills his momentum, and just not not a good dash and i don't know what they changed after the dash but uh i hope they threw the kitchen sink they should have thrown the kitchen sink at it and maybe they did maybe they didn't and it really didn't really whatever they did for the feature didn't really work so um, right. i don't know if they need to go back um you know tonight to the drawing board and figure out what they can do better tomorrow night um but it's crunch time you need a you need to have a big night tomorrow night to to make your nighties you can't rely on on Saturday night's finale to to make a big run. I mean, you never know what can happen. Uh, get caught up in a wreck, part failure again. But right. um, it's not not the first night that that he won, and it's just he just he had a good car, but it just it wasn't good enough to to be a top five car. Brad Brad come from the back of that uh, uh, that dash, and what he runs second in that dash. Yeah. It, yeah, he showed some speed in the uh, dash. He showed a ton of speed. Yeah. Um, and that's if you're looking, if you're David Gravel, you did not want to see that. And right. It's, like I said, it's just, um, 
not not the best night he wanted, but you know you have two more nights of racing. You never know what can happen. You have uh, you know plenty of opportunities to be on the track, and uh, you know you never know what can happen. And uh, you know, I hopefully they go back and and figure out you know what what their issue was you know last night and and not make that mistake again. Yeah, no doubt. He said his car wasn't near as fast in the feature as as it was in the dash last night. All right. Uh, before we go to break, I want to remind everybody what's going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum right now. They've got the brand new 2023 Z06 Corvette with the Z07 Performance Package. This is a pearl white metallic tri-coat color. And they're going to give you, as well, not only the car, they're going to give you $25,000 in cash as well to help pay for the taxes. This is a performance race car this is basically a race car that's street legal it's got 760 horsepower it's a 5.5 lt6 v8 engine goes from 60 to zero to 60 in 2.6 seconds it's got an eight-speed automatic transmission in it Uh, folks i'm telling you this is a a fantastic car and they're going to be giving it away again august 19 2023 um it's got all the whistles and bells on it. It's got the good brake calipers on it. It's got uh, um, a motor in it that the the motors in these cars, these Corvettes, are built by one technician and they're put into the car. And that one technician signs off on it, and he is the one that assembled that motor and put it into the car. So this is a very unique performance package they've got it's the z07 performance package includes larger tires um, and wheels larger brakes aero package it's very unique z06 corvette and you can buy a raffle ticket to have a chance of winning this car at win a z06 corvette.com that's win a z06 corvette.com and while you're there um, if you want, you could still have a chance to win the 2022 triple X chassis, a, a complete 410 race car. This folks, they're going to give you $25,000 with this car as well to help pay for the taxes. You can register to win the, the triple X chassis, uh, this complete 410 race car. They're going to be giving it away on Friday, December 16th. You can do so at SprintCarRaffle.com. That's SprintCarRaffle.com. They're going to give you that $25,000 as well on top of it. This is all going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, Bob Baker does such a great job up there with everything that he does. He is just, he's one of the great, bright minds in uh, sprint car racing, and we're lucky to have him. Uh, up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. If you don't want to uh, put your information online, you can always call the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum at 641-842-6176. That's 641-842-6176. Buy you a raffle ticket for the Sprint Car. Buy you a raffle for the 2023 Z06 uh, Corvette with the Z07 Performance Package on it. You can do that at winaz06corvette.com, or you can go to sprintcarraffle.com as well. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Matt Ward is going to join us. We're going to talk Chili Bowl. We're going to talk Pete Frazier Memorial and more right here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, keep that engine alive. Go harder, 
faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill. Joining us now on the show is a longtime friend of the Racing Boys. Man, I'm telling you, I, I traveled many miles up and down the road with this guest. Matt Ward joins us now on the show. Matt, how you doing, bud? Good. How are you doing? I'm here with Christy and Ashley as well. Oh, how about that? Good, good. So, and, well, Max is here also. Hey, Max, how you doing, buddy? You doing all right? That's kind of... Oh, he's kind of shy. Well, that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, uh, man, uh, big news. Uh, Pete Fraser Memorial moving from Port to uh, Sweet Springs. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's not the first time, uh, it's been there before and, uh, you know, just talked with some people, there was some interest of, uh, wanting to go back to Sweet Springs and, and, you know, through some discussions and, and some meetings, Christy got it done and, uh, we're moving it to Sweet Springs this year. Yeah. So, um, why the change there, Matt? Uh, I'll let Christy answer that one. All right, Christy, you want to? Uh, no real reason. It's been five years since the last time Pete Fraser was there, 
and every year people ask uh, if we're ever going to go back. So I figured five years later is a good time to go back. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we're pretty blessed really here in the Midwest to have two great racetracks like Port City and um, Sweet Springs Motorsports Complex. Um, just talk about having those two great racetracks here in our region. It's We're pretty blessed, aren't we? Yeah, I mean it's it's great. I mean, uh, just look at the look at the talent that those two racetracks have produced through the years, and and the the quality and the caliber of drivers that that race there week in week out every year. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, Matt, um, let's talk. A, can we talk a little bit about the Chili Bowl as well? Um, what whatever you want. What I was just going to ask you. So let's talk about tires now. Can we talk about that just a little bit about the tire program this year? Yeah, yeah. So to tell tell me what led to the decision to open up the tire deal. Well, I mean it's all it's always been open. Um, American Racer uh, Hoosier um, Hoosier Hoosiers has discontinued uh, the tire that they've made for Chili Bowl, and they're basically going to be mainstreaming the. Uh, the midget tires like they did with the uh, late models and they're, they're condensing down and they were afraid that, um, you know, people couldn't have uh, the 84s unless they stockpiled them through the, throughout the last couple of years. And, and so we, um, they wanted to do it the way that it came out first. And I, I didn't want to do it that way. And the next day after my phone not stopped ringing for five <laughs> hours straight, uh, I had enough and I called Hoosier and I told him, you know, we got to open it up, let these people burn through the tires that they already have. I mean, Keith Coons Motorsports just alone had 172 left rears and right rears that they wouldn't have been able to use. Uh, Alex Bowman had close to $10,000 worth of tires that he wouldn't have been able to use for his team. Uh, So, I mean, just between those two teams, that's over, that's over $50,000 just in two teams where they wouldn't, they couldn't use them. And Chili Bowl is the only place that they can run them. And so I, you know, I told Hoosier, we need to allow them to, to burn through them this year. And then, you know, next year, then Hoosier has the, the SP2, SP3 that they make. So, I mean, let them burn through the tires. So that's that's where we got the next day, and that's where we're at now. So you can run run the same tires you've been running at Chili Bowl at this year's Chili Bowl, the American Racer, Hoosier. Um, so there's no difference. And the, you're still going to be checking for tire prep, right? Yeah. Yep. There'll be tire samples of uh, every race. Yeah, and 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 the team itself has to bring their own grooving iron up there to take the sample, right? Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, it's it's stated every drivers meeting that uh, uh, you better have your uh, your tire groover in with your uh, work area stuff. That way, once you get to the top of the ramp, you can go ahead and give us a sample. Um, that way, they can't say, "Well, I used someone else's grooving iron. That's why it's popped." Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Matt, uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, outside of tires at, at Chili Bowl. Um, h- how are you taking on this job? How do you like your new uh, position of being the director of operations with the Chili Bowl? How's that going for you? I mean, it's going, I mean, it's just, it's basically the same stuff I was doing before years ago. Just, I, I go to more, more of the meetings by myself now, uh, I, this morning I had a meeting with Expo. Um, my grandpa was going to go, and then last minute yesterday he said, oh, you got it. I'm not going. So, right. right. It is what it is. Do, Just keep on moving. You don't feel any pressure by having this job, do you? No. No. Because you've been doing it for so long anyway. What difference does it make, right? Hey, um, yeah, I mean, I, hell, I feel like I've been, been working out there since day one. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've literally done every job out there except for announce and flag. I've never done those two jobs. Well, maybe we need to get you down there on the front straightaway and get you to flag one time. Yeah, 
I'm all right. You, you, you don't... I, I've seen I've seen some of the drivers, uh, <laughs> so, and some of them might might not agree with my my call, so they might they might aim for me. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the fuzzy fall fling that happened last weekend. Jason Martin picked up the win, but I, let me just tell you something that uh, really impressed me. And I really haven't watched uh, this driver that much, but Hank Davis, man, that guy's a wheel man, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I've seen him, I've seen him uh, kind of grow up through junior sprints and micros, and then uh, he ran he ran a midget for Fenton a few years, and then uh, he's been dominating Creek County this year in the two barrel class. He ran he won like six six features in a row, and. Uh, they put a bounty out for him, and he was leading that feature and broke with a couple laps to go. Um, but yeah, he's been on fire this year, and uh, he was he was ripping it pretty good at the ASCS car this weekend. And I uh, went up and talked to him, and he is really the first time he's drove that ASCS car, so um, it was a pretty good showing for him. Well, it'd be nice to see him get out there on the Luxor ASCS National Tour if he could ever get out there, because I think he's got the talent to compete. Um, Jason Martin picked up the win, um, but Blake, he did what he had to do. He won the championship. He locked it up on Friday night when we got rained out, um, back-to-back titles for old Blake. That's, that's pretty big deal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, last year it was, it was, uh, he won it with, with heavy heart and, uh, yeah. This year, he kind of got to just kind of relax and just keep chugging along. And um, they're, they're early in the beginning. They weren't getting the wins, but they were staying consistent. And uh, about midway on, they started clicking off some wins, and uh, he stayed consistent. And that's what you got to do to win a championship. And uh, Blake and Dalton and Tom, um, they, they had it going this year. Um, me, and, me and Max and Ashley, we watched – the majority of all the races on on the couch there at flow. And um, <laughs> if they were close and uh, if Ryan Bickett had his kids, uh, we would, we would go. So Max could see his little girlfriend Delaney. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, all I know is, is that uh, it, it's gotta be the same for you as it is for me, man. It It's tough sitting on the couch watching that race, isn't it? Not being there, not being a part of the, the tour and all that, 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 that that's a little difficult, isn't it? It it was it, it, it was to start. Yeah. But so being at Devil's Bowl this past, this last couple weekends right. ago, uh, I was in the trailer and I saw Mister Hayfertip marching in, and I knew the march, <laughs> and I knew I didn't have to take this ass eating, and I was set down right next to Angie. And he lit into Terry up and down a couple times, and I just started laughing. And Angie was like, what are you laughing about? I said, do you know how many times Terry has sat in this chair where I'm sitting and watched me take that ass eat? And I said, sitting right. in this chair is a hell of a lot better. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, but I do I do miss traveling and seeing all the people and, and, and all that. Don't get me wrong, but um, – the late night traveling and all the ass eatings, it, it did take a toll. Don't don't miss that at all. You know, um, no, you know my, my pigs, they don't they don't complain that much. You know, you just give them some feed and some pumpkins, and uh, they're good. How many pigs do you have? Uh, we're up to eleven right now. Um, we got a uh, Ashley's got to follow one of our pigs around with a bucket to collect some urine uh to do a pregnancy test so we might be having some more all right wow that's cool uh what other animals do you have on your little farm there you've got what else do you Uh, have we got like 50 uh laying chickens uh we got 14 of the meat birds the chickens that that they're uh we're processing this weekend and then we have about 20 turkeys that are we're processing this weekend too you don't name your animals do you Yeah, you do. So, so the chickens, uh, there's a few chickens that have names. The turkeys, they don't have names, but the pigs, they do. Um, <laughs> if the pig is a feeder pig, then their name is something to do with food. Like our first feeder pig that's in our freezer, uh, his name is Ravioli. <laughs> and then uh, we got uh, Frito and Hot Bean Dip. 
They're next on the chopping block. Oh my gosh! Hey Ashley, are you? Yes, sir. So how, how how's life been for you that you're not on the road? Do you miss it a little bit? Um, I do miss it. I definitely miss the people, the officials, the other racetracks we would go to. Um, my first show, national show I went to this year was at Thunderbird. And it was actually the first ASCSA feature I ever got to watch as a fan. And so when they were lining up three wide, I definitely cried. But it was nice at the end of the day to get to spend more time with Max and Matt, more quality time. Right. Um, grow our farm and get to just see Max grow up at home. Yeah. What do you miss the most, Ashley, of, of the road? The the people. Yeah, no Just doubt. Just the other officials. Like, I miss, you know, I know they didn't go to Skagit this year, and I know Skagit's, you know, changed over the years, but Steve and, you know, everyone in the tower, Kirby, everyone at Skagit. Like, I miss all those people, all the racers from up there. Yeah. And so it's hard to not get to see them, but I do still keep up with them on Facebook, text them here and there. So it, it's it's not the same, but it's still... Nice to keep in touch with them. You know, it, it's funny uh, what what I've been doing with this show. A lot of the people that we were in touch with out on the road listen to the show, so I still feel like I'm connected to the people that um, that are kind of important to me. You know, it, you know what I miss more than anything. I miss our trip, and I know that it didn't make sense to go up there, but I miss my trip to the northwest. You guys missed that? Yes, that was that was definitely a trip where every year we, Matt and I, you, Brian, like all of us would get together and spend an immense amount of time with each other on those off days and get to do things together as a family. Oh, hey, Scott, yeah. uh, one thing. Brody said hi. Oh, hush. Brody. Oh, Brody. the gas station. Hey, what, was that the craziest story of all time, maybe just about – the, hey, the the thing that, that was the best for me is I didn't know what was going on, and I hauled ass into there in that rental car, full blast at you guys with the horn on, and locked it up. And the look on his face was he was going to shit himself. Right, right. Well, and I didn't know y'all were fighting or arguing because well, uh, uh, Scotty Cook stole four paper towels that y'all were cleaning your windshield with. Right. Well, uh, oh, oh, Brody. He thought he was something special. You know what, Brody, he he says um, he was smoking by the gas pump. You remember that? And I said, hey, man, yes. you're smoking by the gas pump. He goes, you don't know how gas works. What, what a dumbass. <laughs> Employee of the year. Oh, my God. Um, but me and Scotty, we, we, we chewed him up pretty good, didn't we? Yes, that, that was probably the one time I've ever seen – Scotty Cook, mad like mad, mad. Right, he was off the he was off the chart that day. That was no doubt about it. Um, Matt, uh, tell anybody that uh, that you're still going to be able to. How many cars do you think we'll have this year at the Chili Bowl? Twenty. Uh, <laughs> enough. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm saying we'll we'll be around three fifty ish. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. Um, just, I mean, I, the day that that press release came out about the whole tire situation, I had about 125 teams call me. Oh, so my gosh. we're going to be good this year. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, it and if somebody uh, – is there, there's no tickets available. Is there still tickets available for Monday, Tuesday? So mon there are Monday and Tuesday tickets available. Um, there are a few, probably less than 20 – single seats available for the whole week, but they're just singles. Uh, there's nothing together. They're just kind of scattered. Uh, I know there's like four singles on the front stretch and then around 15 up on the upper level in turns three and four. Yeah, and, and then you're going to sell as many uh, pit passes as you can, right? I mean, you'll sell those as many as you can get, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, Matt um, – Man, I, I'm really happy for you that you're you're moving the the Pete Fraser Memorial. Uh, what is the date on that again? 
It is uh, practice August 31st on Thursday, and then racing Friday and Saturday, September 1st and 2nd. There are rain dates for Sunday, Monday, the 3rd and 4th. Yeah. So are are you excited about getting into the promoting business? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, me and Ashley, we've we've talked about it the last year or so, and, uh, uh, you know, we helped Christy uh, run the Pete Fraser this year. Ashley did all the scoring, and then I was the race director, and, you know, we told Christy, you know, if she ever needs any help, just let us know, and she called us, and it just kind of snowballed from there, and it led to where we are now. Hey, did you watch that uh, World of Outlaw race down there at the World Finals last night? So I, whenever we were eating dinner, uh, we turned we turned on uh, we turned on Dirt Vision, and we watched a little bit of Millbridge. Then they went to track prep, and then they went over to the heat races at uh, North Carolina. Uh, but that's all. I went back outside, and uh, we were we were messing with the chickens and and pigs last night. We were outside late, so we did, I didn't watch the all of it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, do you think Brad Sweet's going to be able to pull it off and win the championship? You know, David Gravel's pretty good down there at Charlotte. Um, he, he didn't have as good a race last night as he wanted. Brad Sweet finished third. I think uh, David Gravel finished sixth. Do you think uh, Brad Sweet's going to pull it off this year? You know, I, I would like to see Gravel uh, have a little last-ditch effort and, uh, and and get him there at the end, I mean, just for a little excitement. Yeah. Um, but Sweet's been consistent this year, so, I, you know, Sweet will probably get it done. Yeah. All right. Matt, I appreciate you taking the time to join us here. Um, is there anything else that we need to get out there that, that you want to get out to the people that are listening to the show today? Anything else? Oh, just uh, just uh, you can stay up to date on the Pete Fraser on the Pete Fraser Memorial Facebook page. We'll be we'll be updating that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna continue. We'll we'll keep announcing sponsors when they come on board on there, and uh, we'll just keep just keep updating uh, all all hundred percent of all sponsorship, and and everything goes directly back to the drivers. Uh, all the T-shirt money that's rounded together that goes back to the drivers into the into their purse. Um, so everything's for the drivers. You know, we get a bunch of contingency stuff like tires, headers, uh, free entries to the shootout, all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, chili bowl tickets, stuff like that. Um, we raffle all that stuff off to the drivers. So you know, the drivers get a lot more kickback at Pete Fraser. So. Yeah. Well, just get with Racing Boys, and we'll get in on part of that, all right? Sounds good. All right, buddy. Thanks again, Matt. Thanks we appreciate you. Thanks for having us you. on the show, Scott. Yep, anytime, buddy. All right, there you have it, Matt Ward. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more Mostly Motorsports. We're going to talk about that late model race last night at uh, the World Finals. That's all next right here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. 
Spirit Specialty Sportswear in-house. We do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other ad specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding mucus fuel treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back. Mostly Motorsports, all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. Tammy, I appreciate you uh, filling us in. We, we did talk about this the other day. She said, hello, boys. Big news out of Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania is Copart has terminated their agreement to buy Grandview Speedway after they could not approve, get approval from local township. We talked about this the other day, didn't we, Austin? I thought we did, didn't we? I think we did. I think so, too. Um, that's, you know, that's not a bad thing, though, is it? Uh, saving a racetrack, not closing it up, I think that's a good thing, right? And uh, Pete, he, he chimed in. Um, we we read this this morning. Well, I, I guess I read it yesterday. Jimmy Johnson is finalizing a deal for an ownership stake with Petty GMS starting in 2023. Johnson will drive and select races for the team. What do you think about that, Austin? Jimmy Johnson coming back and running some stock cars. Matter of time, and I, I knew at some point that that would that would be the case with this new car. And then uh, when North Wilkesboro was announced. Uh, that it would be the all-star race. There's a rule um, in there about, I can't remember what it was, but it, it was a rule that made him still eligible uh, if he had a ride to run the all-star race. It was like a 10-year uh, rule um, on, on some uh, on, on some uh, criteria to get in, in, into the all-star race. So uh, and I think this new this new car is, is uh, kind of intriguing him, and, and I think he wants to see what it's all about. He's seen... Um, a lot of good things and a lot, about, a lot of bad things about it. And I think he, uh, he spent, uh, what was it? Two years now, um, you know, running IndyCars cars and being a, um, mid pack to the back car and, and not the typical Jimmy Johnson. How would we'll you grade, see. how would you grade him out as an open uh, wheel driver? Not really good. Not very good. Um, and I, I think that's disappointing to him. Cause I think, I feel like he, 
he sees like a Kurt Busch, you know, go over there and run the double and do well, and, and Tony Stewart and, and guys like that. And Kurt Busch ran eighth at Indy, didn't he? Yeah, he ran in the top ten, and, and yeah. at some point we'll see Larson go do it too. So, you know, it had to be really disappointing for him to to have that result. But, um, you know, it's what just, would you grade him out at? Oh, D. You know, he had some some moments of. I guess you could say brilliance and and showing that you know his NASCAR stuff or NASCAR experience uh, you know is is paying off in the IndyCar side maybe a, a, a C um, I don't know if you'd give him a C minus or a C plus or just a regular C but I think in the C category would be all right he just anytime you look at him especially on the road course side he struggled even though he was was a pretty good road course racer uh, right you know in the Cup Series but. You know, I think you know with this new car, with it not being really a stock car, it's more of a sports car. It, you know, it might be a, a, a better bridge than you know straight to open wheel. Yeah. How about that World of Outlaw late model race last night? Did you watch it? Yeah, I um, I turned on Dirt Vision uh, after they, they ran or I had a break, and I, I didn't know if they were going to run the sprint cars or the late models first. But I wasn't going to turn off turn the the TV or the TV off and. Uh, they ended up running the, the late models first, and it was an all right race um, until the last restart, and uh, it made it pretty exciting. I didn't, you know, as I'm sitting there watching the race, you know, you're looking at the uh, the ticker and, and seeing where guys are moving and, and what's going on, and I guess I missed it and didn't see Marler have a big run up, you know, to the front like that, and then you have that yellow, and he's, where did he come from? Um, but then that was uh, that was a pretty good finish. Yeah, Mike, Mike started ninth last night and ended up winning that race um uh it, it kind of helped him there at the end of the race when uh, tyler herb spun out he spun out right in front of the leaders did you see that yeah there was that could have been bad yeah uh, there was he, he spun out and and won the worst place on the track to spin out and worst position but he was also lucky that um you know where on the on the track that he spun he was was you know able not to get hit and 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 you know, offer guys opportunities to get around them and and not ruin ruin their race. Do you think Shane Clinton could have done anything different to to hold off Mike Mahler on that last lap when he come down? They were coming down for the white flag, and Mike took the lead right there on that last lap. Um, Shane Clinton led every lap but the last one. Um, not have a yellow. Yeah, I, that's that's all it really comes down to. to you know, if that great if that race goes green checkered and. Um, you know, you don't have a have a yellow there at the end. Uh, he has a pretty good lead, and his, his equipment's still you know running at pace. And you know, as we saw in the sprint car race, it was kind of hard on tires. And you know, I didn't see a late model tire after that race, but I I couldn't imagine it'd be uh, much better than a sprint car tire. Yeah. So who knows if that you know you know that car cools that car, car cools off, tires cool off um, under under yellow, and and there's nothing left on the tire, and you take off and. You know, their Marlers compound, um, you know, had some, some tire left on it. And you take off, and, and now you're already at a disadvantage. The 88 of Trent Ivey, I, I'm not really familiar with that guy, but, man, he had a good run last night. He ended up running third. I think I, – I, I remember seeing Trent have a breakout race. Um, I don't remember if it was the World Finals last year or it was, it was one of the bigger events um, maybe later in the season. I don't want to say it was Gateway. Um, but it was one of these, you know, ones that we'll, we'll be talking about here soon. And, um, you know, he only comes up and, and, and shows up at these end of the year deals and, and has always been really fast. Um, right. hasn't really run a whole lot of, you know, national tour races, you know, Super like with, late Lucas, model races. Yeah. Uh, with Lucas or the outlaws, but you know, when he shows up, he's pretty fast. And, um, you know, I, I thought his interview after the race was pretty cool. Cause he, uh, uh, I, I guess he's ran a lot of laps there, um, you know, throughout his career, but. Uh, he also gave a you know a compliment to iRacing racing that um, you know even though it's not the real thing he still has you know his a visuals laps and around there. Yeah, yeah just a million laps and, and a ton of experience and um, even though it's 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 not the same as as real life racing and it's it's getting better but still the visuals and and the way races play out and you know you can you have that that experience to 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 fall back on even though um, it's in two different types of of racing but um, experience experience and and more knowledge. Um, it is the better. Yeah. Um, so last night they had practice at the Oval Nationals last night. Brady Bacon was the fastest car there. Um, he ran a 16.20 with a four. Um, any surprises there about Brady Bacon being the fastest out there? 
No, not at all. Uh, Brady's been really good. I uh, he didn't really have the greatest um, you know week in that Coca Paul, um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him come out here and and finish strong on the year. He needs to he needs to be fast. He needs to be up front to, to win this championship. He has to. I can't remember what the uh, the gap between him and Grant is, but it's not. It's it's kind of like what we're seeing with Sweet and um, and David Gravel. It's it's pretty close. So it should uh, it should be a really interesting you know weekend at the old Nats and to see you know if the home home state California guy and, and Justin Grant can can hold off you know our Oklahoma uh, you know Brady Bacon to get his, his first championship. So uh, I kind of feel like you know the wing and the non-wing deal is is kind of like paralleling each other. First time champion for Justin Grant, and I want to say fourth or fifth now for for Brady's and kind of like and 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 you know he's he's kind of paralleling uh you know Brad Sweet so uh it'd be quite a story to see you know Gravel and and Grant pick up a championship and and two of the biggest you know sprint car series in the nation um have first time champions KTJ he he was third fastest it is I I, I still got to believe that Brady Bacon KTJ um Gosh, I don't know. Man, I'm pretty shocked to see Robert Ballou, uh qualified 12th last night. Weren't you, you know, a little it, surprised by that? The saying goes, if you're fast in hot laps or practice, you better come out. You better better watch out, you know, when it comes race time. Um, so, I mean, you never – even though he he had a bad time, who knows how much how much time he put on the track and and right. and what they were doing. Maybe you come out there and you're you're testing stuff to try, and it's, it maybe it worked or maybe it didn't work. So, um, you know, it, even though you can kind of make a prediction of, of what you're going to see, um, you can't you can't make a, a a big bet on on you know you know what you're going to see this weekend off of off of just you know general uh, open practice times. Robert typically races better than he qualifies, doesn't he? Don't you think? That's some people are like that and then I think Robert Robert uh you know might fall into that category. You know, there's there's times you can nail both, but um you know, you have two laps to qualify and 30 laps to run the A and you have a lot more laps and and race trim than you do in qualifying. So uh, it would make sense for, for a lot more people to, to be better racers than qualifiers. C.J. Leary, a past winner of the Oval Nationals, he qualified ninth. Um, again, I'm, I'm not going to put much into that. I, I think that uh, C.J. Leary is going to race better than he than he's going to qualify. Yeah, and it, with it just being a practice night, like I said, who knows what who knows what yeah. the, what they have going on? They could have been trying something, yeah. right? Yeah, no doubt. All right, well, we want to uh, thank everybody for tuning in to the show today. Tomorrow, um, Kirk will not be sitting in with us tomorrow, and uh, we'll, we'll just have a, uh, open open Friday right here. We'll just open up the phones, and we would love for you people to call in and talk to us. Listen, we absolutely enjoy interacting with our fans and let me just say hi to um, my friend ben uh in australia who's listening to the show today and uh i appreciate the nice words there ben so um thanks so much for everything you do over there in australia um i i, I follow you all the time uh you're doing a lot of cool stuff over there and we appreciate uh you listening in from australia as well all right for austin o'neill for Kirk Elliott, I'm Scott Trailer. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all been brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Mostly Motorsports. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. 
Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works.